Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. You're live, Pete. You're live. Yep. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Pete Live. Well, welcome to Pete Live. We were just talking about sleep and lack thereof. It's hard to get some sleep. You know what I noticed out on tour is when uh, I don't get any sleep, I do the best in the tournaments. It's almost it's almost like a premonition, like my body doesn't need my body. it. You know, and uh, the less sleep I get, the higher in the tournament I finish. It's probably <laughs> never thought about that. That's probably the way it is. I do the best when I have a bad practice and i don't know why if i'm dialed in i'm yeah bad what bad that's good though bad practices are are difficult to overcome yeah my best tournament ever i uh i was so pissed off coming into the ramp and there were like two boats in the parking lot i was like god i can't be the i want to be the last one off kind of deal i can't give up because i couldn't catch a bass for my life and then I spent that last little hour before dark and dialed something in. Nice. Had a good tournament, so who knows? Yeah. It, well, it's a difficult challenge. I know, uh, like, the squirrel was talking about his stress management, especially early in his career, how, how difficult it was for him. A lot of guys sought help and get some, you know, psychological uh, professional to, to help them develop their competitiveness, you know? Yeah. Well, Jeff, I mean, he's so dang good. And he just needs to tell himself that he's that good, you know. And yeah. uh, he was going to that psychiatrist or whatever. And I'm like, I can tell you that crap, <laughs> you know. But it, it helps when somebody else from the outside yeah. comes in there and says, you know, you, you, you're really good at this because you're not going to get it in this room. You right. Know? <laughs> <laughs> There's no compliments being thrown around. <laughs> nah, not too much. <laughs> you got to go for the outside help for sure. <laughs> Yeah, we we break it down here. Yo, Dave, look up at the screen. Yeah, I see it, dude. It's hilarious. Uh, I thought that said boobs. Oh, uh, sir. I can't read. That, I only dude. had two beers. Get the hell out of here. This shit ain't right. Oh yeah, Pete, you want to ring the bell? Yeah, I was just gonna say. E, I think Mike took the bell, but uh, he took it to the bathroom with him. <laughs> he did. That's no, right there. Ding, it's ding, right ding. on the other side. Is uh, it? It's yeah. far away from him. Okay. I'll ring it anyway. I'll reach over there without. There you go. There it is. All right. What do you got? Big e? winner. Who do we got, Ian? E? All right. So the first one to answer correctly was some NFL, Florida. And the correct answer was Gene, our guest tonight, Jeff Crete, who we just had on, and KBD. Oh, outstanding. Outstanding. Congratulations. What's his name again? Some, S-U-M, NFL. So, some in Florida. Some in Florida. Congratulations. Welcome to the Bass University world. Get your information in, and uh, we'll, get you, we'll get you hooked up, man. That's Send a, an email address. Send an email address to IM. Yeah. And we'll ask So, wherever. Him. Yep. We'll, we'll give get, out Eric's phone number. <laughs> and we'll, get, we'll get you all hooked up. I had another question on that, and is a bonus question. There was actually a, a silent fourth owner of the HydroWave. You can get that one. Really? We'll give away another prize. Boyd Duckett. Give away something good if you good guess. guess that. Give a, a TH product. He's a very, very popular guy, but a very, very quiet guy. Well, that's not mm. Dave Mercer. Little clue. Little clue for you guys. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's not worth it. That was pretty good. You know how hard his job's got to be. Oh my god! Yeah. I, I, did you ever see him do it? I mean, I, I've yeah. been out there with him working on the water, and then he'll go out there all day and cover the tournament on the water yeah. in the city, all over the street, and then he'll he'll go and do the the live weigh-in with. As much energy as somebody just woke up from a nap or something. Yeah. You know? Like him, Chris Jones. Like, so what I find is, like, you know, we all do our jobs and we get cynical about it, right? So when they get to interview the guy with the big five bag, you know, five fish bag, that's awesome. Then they got to interview with the same amount of energy the bum that comes across with, like, a fish. (laughs) You know? But then you're cynical about it, like, ugh. I gotta put energy out on you. I've been up here for four hours. You know what I mean? Yep. <laughs> and and there's twenty and thirty of them for yeah, every one dude. guy that's got a good and bag. And he still has to bring it out. You know. Yep. I remember. You know. I remember watching that and being like, "Wow, that's pretty impressive." Yeah. You could see him sometimes when he gets in, like a Ike or somebody that had a bad day, <laughs> and he's like trying not to get too close to him. For... I don't think there's anybody <laughs> else he has to deal with like Ike. <laughs> but there, I, well. I'm sure that's true, but that, I mean, you could see him. He's he's got he's got a skill set to be able to handle those guys. No Mike, Mike was breaking my stones early about the eight track. Brian, remember that Champlain trip that we drove up in my '79 Plymouth Velari? I that do thing had an eight track in it. We had <laughs> Brian and I had to listen to Metallica on a tape in a big boombox, man, like on the front seat of my car. We had that's right. That was our armrest. Metallica was out on eight track. Yeah, no, no, no. My, no, my '79 Velari only had an eight track, so in order oh, to yeah, listen to anything other than Velari. the radio or that. Yeah, dude, we had to listen to we had to listen to a speaker box, you know. <laughs> I remember we were, we were throwing a melted uh, tasty like, cake. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> at each other going down the highway hit <laughs> the windshield, and Delfonso hit his wipers and smeared the chocolate all yeah, over. Yeah, just put like a big butt smear across his windshield, dude. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Do you remember old Mercer's uh, facts of fishing where he'd give the news yeah. and all that stuff on YouTube? I, I yeah, guess, man, I miss that. I don't know why he quit that or. I don't. I maybe Do you remember con- what I'm yeah, talking about? Yeah, that was. I mean, he he was like the first guy to get twenty thousand Facebook fans or or something with that yeah. deal, and it was a, it was a big deal back then. And uh, the um, I guess maybe contractually. I don't know. He's not allowed to do that. Know. But it was good. I always look forward to it. Yeah. yeah. Hey, thanks for making. Well, it. Well, he's gifted. He's gifted oh, in, yeah. in live television and 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 his ability to to rise to the occasion during the weigh-ins and stuff. I mean, he. He's a gifted character. It's no wonder he uh, he got that job. You know. Why, why are we giving him a reach around right now? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah. It was actually kind of wasn't really planned. We was, oh, he was right. supposed to be on tonight. Um, oh, okay. Dave. Yeah, right. we've been talking him for the last five minutes. Oh, in your I, absence. Okay. Oh. D- did anyone address why he got bumped? Excuse me. <laughs> did you know this? No. Oh, so this is the reason. So we're just raving about him and what a great job he does. Well, let me flip the script real quick. <laughs> <laughs> and no, I do love I love Dave. He does a great job. Mm-hmm. I think he's a great personality, great character, good dude, great fisherman. Uh but but Brian's got this new thing. He instituted this new thing. No, no, and no, I, no. Yeah, you did. Uh-huh. And I love it. I love it. So <laughs> you know, I I do not I d I don't I don't want to say that we were the first podcast. No, no. I, I don't want to say. Mark Jeffries probably honestly was the first. You're darn tootin'. Right. <laughs> but ten uh, years ten years before this. Absolutely. But there have been a ton of podcasts that have popped up in the last handful of years, last mm-hmm. couple of years. Yeah, since Facebook Live. Right. And and it just you know w- one of the things I think that Brian has set is that you know like if if we're gonna schedule a guest on the show, and then the guest goes and schedules another podcast 
especially like the week of our podcast, like, you know, the Wednesday or Thursday before. And I'm not going to name any names, but, you know, Brian's like, you're good. You're axed. Yeah. Yeah. No, we ain't no, Ike Live ain't no sloppy second oh, shit. Oh, man, don't yeah. say it like that. No, dude. I want to say it like that. Nah. Why not? That's the truth. Well, it's partially true. It's the truth. Just throw it out there. It's what he just said outside the door out there. No, it's not. <laughs> Come on. Maybe I came yeah. in at the wrong time. <laughs> yeah, where the hell were you anyhow oh the kids were going to bed oh, okay. so, so, so. I figured you were sleeping on the couch or something no. <laughs> I had enough of this I, I had enough of my own show I'm out of here <laughs> no uh, yeah but Brian axed Dave Mercer from the show damn dude <laughs> why are you doing this to me right no it's good yeah. Yeah. giant this yeah. <laughs> most talented live personality in the sport we just kicked yeah. to the curb yeah we nixed him for Brian yeah. can we talk no. about something else no well, Brian, Brian's theory is we're not Brian's not saying these guys oh, can't do other yeah. podcasts he's saying just don't do them the week of our podcast well I mean you know we get one shot we get one show a month Let's get a fresh guest. Right. Fresh meat. If we hadn't had Dave on two times before, that would have been a different story. Right. If Becky didn't say Gerald was coming on and Luke Duncan didn't tell me he was coming on. And <laughs> so we were already booked. Right. And then this morning, Luke said he was sick. I hope you get better, Luke. And uh, lost his voice. And Gerald never had intentions to come on. That was all just a ruse, I Do guess. Do you think Luke's <laughs> voice is lost in his beard? Is he uh, still growing that beard? But yeah, wanna, he's growing wanna, it again. I wanted to talk yeah. to Bill Taylor tonight really bad. Uh, no, yeah. I couldn't. I know. Hey, where you at, Luke? <laughs> yeah. We miss Bill. I had some great questions. For Bill Taylor? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I know. I, was, I had been saving them up. Yeah. It's like, Luke Duncan, everyone. All right, Luke, we got some questions for Bill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a nice guy. I just wanted to ask him if ever did you just want to slap the shit out of one of the anglers. Oh, come on. Because <laughs> when they're all talking in the back of the room when he's giving his speeches. Oh, yeah. Can oh, we, yeah. I forgot really about that. Dude, can we do away with the meetings? I mean, Jeff brought it up. That's a great, great Man, I'm so sick of going to those meetings. I haven't been to one in years. Oh, it's just, They text you who to talk to and Molly's tell my co-angler. I'm like, wow. No, nah, I'm teasing. <laughs> well, it's Maybe. Like, <laughs> Well, you know, Bass and FLW both do it, right? you got to do yeah. the registration meeting night before the tournament. You know what it is, man. You're strung out. You've been busting hump trying to find a school of fish or a way to get a bite. You're rigging yeah. rods. You're exhausted. You're tired. And you got to go do a meeting. And, and you know, for an hour and a half, you got to drive there. you got to do the meeting. And it, I don't see a real benefit to it. You know, and to, with today's technology, do we really need to go to have meetings? Yeah, you need to know the rules. And... That's on we, you. I mean, they right. used to call out the anglers. That was a beatdown. Yeah. When they had 200 anglers and 200 co-anglers. Oh, you had to sit there and wait for it. Boat number one. Yeah. From New Jersey, California. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you ever fished a Costa with Ron Lappin? I have. Ron Lappin. He yeah. says the same thing every yeah. time. He's like, contrary to popular belief, <laughs> the fun for the raffle does not go to the... Retirement fund for age tournament directors. <laughs> Every time I can sit there and mouth it with God. him. It really might be. I love be. that guy, though. Ron's a great dude. But it might be going to, because I heard this is Ron's last year, is what I read is somewhere it? on one of the websites. Really? Yeah. Ron yeah. Lappin's retiring after this year. Okay. That's some big year. shoes to fill, bud. Big, mm-hmm. shoes to fill. big shoes. I might have to go out and try to make a Costa just to, just to 
Just to say thank like you and farewell. goodbye. Yeah, like a farewell. Oh, he, oh this is okay. This I is thought he was quitting, but he's going to do this year. He's doing this year? Is his last year as a tournament director? Yeah. Does he know that? I miss Ryan. Maybe he doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was one of those blog sites <laughs> that just posted we were, rumors. You weren't like supposed it. to say anything. I forced like, the swan song. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, wasn't going to retire until I heard on your show. And now, now I've got to retire. We'd like to thank Ron for his service, everybody, like at <laughs> yeah. the last tournament. <laughs> Looking around like what? We forced him out of retirement. We forced him out of retirement. Uh, why Brian's dialing uh, our next guest up, Pete? Let me make a few announcements. Remind got? everybody that the old Ike Live shows, if you want to catch up with past episodes, they're available a lot of different ways. And I know you know this, Pete, but I'm going to repeat it. Of course, you can get them on IkeLive.com. You can get them on iTunes, Stitcher, YouTube, and the best of Ike Live on Bassmaster.com. Speaking of an old one. Recently in the news with Bitcoin blowing up the way that it did. Yeah. When we had the kid we went to school with, the computer yeah. genius, three or four Mike years ago, Richardson. was talking about Bitcoin and no wow. one knew what it was. Wow. No. I'd never heard of it. Yeah. yeah. Netflix yeah. has a really good thing called Banking on Bitcoin, and it'll, it'll break, if you don't know what it is, yep. it really does a good job explaining what actually yeah. it I watched is that and show. how it works. Yeah. still yeah. weird. What's your opinion on Bitcoin, James? I have no idea. Wow. My, my That's kid, a great opinion, though. I have no idea. I understand it's a currency, but I, I have I can't wrap my hands Zero around it. Yeah. So, the idea came either. out in the late 90s, right? Uh, do we have them up, Brian? All right, yeah, so in the late 90s, there was this guy that came up with the idea of a cryptocurrency. Yeah. And it never took off. And there was like nine or ten cryptocurrencies between the late 90s and 2008 when everything collapsed. Right. And then a guy with a fake name named Satoshi something else came up with Bitcoin. And so around 2008, after you know, after after the world economy nearly fell flat, yeah. that that's like enough relying on these banks, enough relying on a third party. Let's make a person-to-person currency. Yeah. And that's that's how it started. No wow. one knows who the creator of it was, but they suspect there was like nine or ten guys that were in this programming group, and they think it was one of these dudes that created it. But the guy won't come forward. Wow. He's fallen off the face of the earth ever since. Right. right. What can you use it on? Well, I mean, so. You, you can take out a hit on somebody. Initially, mm-hmm. initially it was all black market stuff. Yeah, like you know, right. you go in the deep web, the dark web, and you know you're buying, all, you know, just nefarious things with it. But what they're saying now is like someone who lives in say Kenya, that doesn't have access to banks, but has access to the internet. That's their bank. Right. They don't need it. You know, and it, it, you know, Bitcoin. Each coin itself. Ha- right, we got them up, right? Yeah. Yeah. Speaking right. speaking of Bitcoin. We've got <laughs> we've got our next guest uh, calling in right now. We're gonna find out where he's at. This is very exciting. Uh, been on the show many times, Santa, as you know. Uh, really good friend of the show, uh, Kevin Van Dam, with us on the Ike Live ho- a holiday special. Hi, Kevin. Hey, man, how are you guys doing tonight? You got it. You got it going on. It sounds like. Man, we're talking about Bitcoin. We're talking about Dave Mercer. How he sucks. It's all kinds of good stuff going on. <laughs> Oh, don't be beating down on Dave. <laughs> beating down. All right, now, that was just a joke, Kevin. Where are you at? I, I've got a I've got a note here that you're at a deer camp. But where what are you Where are you at right now? Well, I'm actually uh, I'm in Kansas. I'm at a duck camp. Um, a, a good friend of mine has a place in uh, Southeast Kansas for, to duck hunt, and uh, Jackson and Nicholas just finished up their first semester of their sophomore year of college. Uh, oh, this week finished their exams, and we're we got a couple of days duck hunting before the Christmas festivities at our house. Wow. That, that's awesome. That's awesome. Now, I, I, I want you to set the record straight. 
There are a lot of people, they're hearing this right now, they're watching. They're like, oh, this Kevin Van Dam guy. All he does, he fishes, he's living the life, he wins tournaments, he gets to hunt all the time. They think you got this easy off season. Give us, the, give us the reality, Kevin, of how your off season's been. Has it been an off season? You know what? It, it it's crazy how fast it goes. Um, I mean, I really worked up until uh, in in November, and that's when I really try to I try to get a little deer hunting, and I love to do it. And that I think that I I'm a big deer hunter, but honestly, I I, I don't get the time to that I that I wish I could, but. Uh, um, I can't complain too much, you know. It's it's great to be, uh, you know, in demand from your sponsors and things like that. And and this time of year, it's just so important. I mean, it just seems like the seasons run together. You know that as well oh, yeah. as I do. I mean, it, it, it business is is great for a lot of the companies in the industry right now, and there's just a lot of positive things going on. And you know, there's there's so much excitement around the whole industry and that it's just there's always something to do and it's, it's just hard to say no you know we, yeah i've been around it a long time and i love it so much and you just you just i, I want to you know help everybody experience the what what i think is cool to be out there you know fishing and get you know get the chance to do what i've been able to do yeah you, you hit it on the head it is hard to say no it's hard mm-hmm. to say no because you know you want to do it for your sponsors you want to do it for your fans but the one thing that helps me say no is becky <laughs> Does Sherry help you say no? Once oh yeah, I mean she's the she's the voice of reason. She's just like Becky in that sense. Is that you know? I mean, you and I are we're, we just go do our deal. You know, we yeah. we go where we're supposed to go. You you make your appearances and and you do your things, but they make it all happen. They schedule the travel and they know what you have to do from you know for family things and stuff like that. Just to to get a balance, and that that's what you have to have is a, is is to have some kind of balance to it and. Um, I'm hoping to. I'm hoping that we can get a, a special trip. I mean, we had a huge milestone this year for us. We just celebrated our 25th anniversary this past week. Yeah, and, uh, we've been yeah. we've been dating for you know we've been together for 30 years, and it, it just doesn't yeah. seem like it. You know, it's just crazy that it it goes that quick. And um, you know, we've been really blessed uh, in this industry and, and to be part of it. But yeah, she she is without her. Ooh, I'd be in trouble. Yeah, it's big trouble. All right, uh, Kevin, we we talked before you came on. We've got Gene on the couch tonight. We were talking about the HydroWave, uh, you know, how important that product is. We know you were big in the development of that. I, I want to put you on the spot. Give us another one of your favorite TH products besides the HydroWave. Well, I mean, I've got a bunch of them. If you're a bass fisherman, you're using a bunch of TH Marine, uh, you know, products. For sure, but without a doubt, for me, it's a hot foot. Um, you know, it's probably the most original, old school thing that they've done. And you know, growing up in the Great Lakes, fishing that rough water, I learned early on that being able to keep two hands on the wheel and be able to have that throttle control with a hot foot is just, to me, it's an absolute must when you're running that big water. So that's that's my all-time favorite DH Marine product. That's key. I love a hot foot. I don't use one, but I love it. I know. <laughs> it's weird. You're crazy, I'm not, man. I know. I think I'm the only guy on the Elite Trail that doesn't use a hot foot. It's, well, it's, I, I love a hot I know, foot. I just don't use it. I know it. why. I mean, you want to you wanna be able to stand up and run your throttle and be able to see, like, in places like Okeechobee and stuff like yeah. that. And I, and I, I get this, but when you're in those big waves, man, there's, there's no better way to control your, uh, your boat 
and and to manage that throttle control than with that hot foot, you know, and keep yeah. keep both hands on the wheel in a, in a situation like yep. that. And so that, that's why you know it's, it's personal preference, but a whole I mean, there's not many bass boats these days that don't go out without yeah. a, a TH Marine yeah. hot foot in it. Yeah, that's why if you've ever seen Mike operate on the Great Lakes, he's completely out of control. <laughs> I, I like to go through the waves, not over them. <laughs> uh, I, I got I did have a note here uh, from one of our. We had a, a caller uh, earlier that left a note, and I want to pass this pass this to you. And this comes from Skip Skvarchak. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of a weird name. He wants yeah. to know. He wants to know, Kevin, is it true? Is Johnny Morris also going to buy the White House? Um, I'm pretty sure that he has his own room in it for, you know, as it is. On a serious Johnny note, has done, uh Johnny has done an amazing job in this yeah. industry, and um, you, you laugh about it, but, um, God, there's no better advocate for hunters and fishermen, for, for, for sports people, and, and especially for us to have a voice at the level in Washington than, than, uh, than Johnny has, and especially with the power now with, with Bass Pro and Cabela's and that customer base. And, and hopefully, you know, I know one of his missions is to, is to definitely unify those customers so that they know what's going on out there when important initiatives come up. I and mean, there's a lot of people that, that want to take away our rights to be able to hunt and fish and use the public lands that we have in this country. And, uh, and you know, as hunters and fishermen, that's what we do. And, and we don't keep ourselves aware of a lot of these topics. So I, I know that's a mission of his, and I, I've seen a lot of the things that he's done. There's so much, and he's given so much to so many uh, great groups for, for outdoorsmen and sportsmen and women of this country that they, they don't even realize. But uh, I've, I've seen it behind the scenes, and uh, a lot of people might think that that's bad what you know having having one person own all these boat companies and and cabela's and bass pro but in the end i think it's going to be a real positive thing well uh kevin i, I heard something really cool and and i don't know if you know about it, so i don't want to catch you off guard with it but i i heard that uh, trackers is coming out with like a really um strong entry level like ten nine nine thousand dollar ten or right at ten thousand dollar entry level boat yeah that uh yeah, it, it's got a big push right now yeah it is so you know this year has been a big year for um for bass pro shops and for tracker marine and, and the original bass tracker um it's their 40th anniversary and they did, came out with a heritage edition tracker which is like the original one from you know back in the 70s and they did it throwback it's got the same colors and, you know, a lot of the same, you know, style and size and stuff. It's got a 40-horsepower uh, Merc on the back and, you know, a trolling motor, depth finder, the whole deal. You know, and it's got that same old look with the kind of the new updated features. And they went to all their vendors and said, man, we want to we wanna really offer an incredible value to get new people into fishing. That's and awesome. they came down with this boat. And it, it's literally, I mean, it's a $15,000 boat in the market. And they're offering it for ninety nine ninety five. And what I see is that I mean, there's so many college fishing is so big. We we all know that. I mean, I know Mike, you're so excited about oh, what yeah. you see in the high school and the collegiate fishing. This is something for for ten thousand dollars. You know, somebody right out of college. It's a boat that they can afford and, and get themselves yeah. out there on the water. And, and yeah. you know 
how important that is, man, just to have that opportunity. So I, it's uh, it's it's pretty exciting for them. It's something they're they're pretty fired up about. And I like they did it. a big launch this week. So I like it. I like I, it. I think it's going to be a great thing for our for our sport and to, and to get a lot of new people out there on the water. I love it. I love it, it's, Pete. I, I think that's the deal. I think, and I'm seeing a lot of companies doing. I'm seeing uh, the electronic companies offer entry level, you know, mm-hmm. electronics. Uh, the kayak movement that's going on right now. I love. Yeah, that's huge. Man. I love it. I, I love making fishing accessible to people. You know, that's yep. that's awesome. I love it. That's what it's all about, man. Giving yep. people the opportunity and, and letting them experience what you know what we've seen and we know. I mean, once you do it, it's it's hard to not get hooked on it. That's awesome. Oh, uh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I can't believe he came back, Kevin. You're not going to believe this, but he just walked back in the studio. A special visit from. The very own Stormtrooper here tonight, Kevin. I think he's got something. I don't know if you knew this, but Stormtrooper is a huge fan, Kevin. A huge fan. Probably your number one fan. <laughs> Hello, Kevin. Hey, how we doing? Anyway, I must first inform you that you are going to be receiving a polygraph test. <laughs> Another one? <laughs> Eric, please activate the voice stress analysis device. <laughs> Activate it. <laughs> okay, activate it. We're monitoring the levels right now. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. We're back at we're back at another major league fishing event. You got to take another polygraph, huh? <laughs> Silence. Silence. Oh, quiet. Quiet, everyone. KBD. The force is strong with this one, so be careful. <laughs> I will handle the questioning, KBD. You will answer them with the truth, the whole truth. KBD, which is your least desirable three-letter acronym, THC, BBC, or the Big D? (laughs) I got nothing for that. (laughs) The the Big D refers to the Delaware River. (laughs) Get your minds out of the gutter. (laughs) That was was dumb. All right. I, you know, the problem is is when you go on Ike Live and it's, <laughs> you're at the tail end of the evening, you guys are about how many how many beers in at this point, I'm yeah, sure. Yeah, cre- uh, the, by the way, the beer of choice tonight was Creature Comfort Brewing Company out of Athens, Georgia. Thank you very much, Justin, for the purchase of the beer tonight. Thank you. All right, go ahead, Stormtrooper, sorry. KBD. That was the, that was the coolest thing when, when I actually was there in person is the uh, – the, the beer tap. Yes. It flows heavy. <laughs> Great idea. <laughs> Stormtrooper? If forced to have a repetitive nightmare for a month, would you A, choose a canary cutting you off on a point, <laughs> or B, a Dave LaFiba stage speech? <laughs> I'll take A. <laughs> hey, that's correct. I see the levels. That's a true statement. I see the levels. That's true. KBD. Turn off off. Do you get perturbed when you think about your nephew JBD spiker jacking your name? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> It's false. That's true. That's a true it's statement. False. It's false. The levels are correct. It's true. That and it's, it's false. probably true. 
Last question. Do you KVD? Deep down inside, wish nothing but coal for the Iconellis this Christmas <laughs> in both their stocking and life wells. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's the Christmas season. You got to be good. <laughs> be kind to one another. That's what the that's what the Ellen show says. Be kind to one another. <laughs> Thank you, KBD. Big fan, big fan. Okay, Stormtrooper, yeah. everybody. Wow, that was interesting. Pete, yeah. I, I've never heard Stormtrooper nervous during one of his interviews yeah. before. Like he was, almost like he was intimidated. He was intimidated, but he was intimidated. Stormtrooper was intimidated. It's hard to believe. And speaking of intimidation, Gene. You're not intimidated by Kevin at all, are you? No. Not at all? Well, I can tell you the honest, Kevin, um, I mean, I, I've met a lot of people in my day and everything, and I don't get nervous around people or celebrity or anything, but when, when my phone rings and it says Kevin Van Dam, I'm like, okay, I'll take a couple deep breaths. <laughs> you know, I never never dreamt we'd be close, but um, that's, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. How is working with this guy, Kevin? Working with Gene Fun? Yeah, absolutely. And so when he told me that, and he told me the story that I intimidated him, and I was shocked because <laughs> I don't ever, you know, it, it's not like you and I in the water. I try to intimidate you all the time, mm-hmm. Mike. But, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. But, no, Gene and I, um, we go way back. I mean, we've been working on this hydrowave thing for a long time, and, and um, we talk a lot about, you know, when we're developing sound patterns and, you know, new formulas and, and trying to come up with new sounds and things like that, we go through all that. And I mean, Gene's, Gene's a fisherman. He's, he's one of us. I mean, he's just a regular guy. But, you know, he's a smart guy, too. And I, I'm not trying to blow him up too much. I don't want his head, make sure his head's not swelling up there too much. But, <laughs> but uh, he's sharp and, and, and knowing what we need to, to try to accomplish and, and to continue to improve every aspect of it and um you know the hydrowave is it's kind of you know it's it's kind of our baby you know it's something that yeah. we've worked with it's something that i believe in strongly something he believes in and um you know kh marine has, has really put a lot of uh uh resources behind it to to get it built up and it's kind of one of those things that it's tough for me because in a way you, you want to keep it to yourself you know you, you everybody wants to have you know an edge or their secrets and things but these days, pretty much, you know, everybody on tour has a hydrowave, so it's hard to do. But I, I was shocked when Gene told me he was intimidated by me because I, I <laughs> never felt that way in any of our conversations. He never really acted that way or anything. And I, I, I I'm not just intimidated. Like he, I don't feel I like Crete by any means because Crete's one of those guys that you just you can't help but pick on. I mean, Crete is such an easy <laughs> target. So, but. But Gene's a normal dude. He's a fisherman. He gets what we've got to go through every day, and he's just trying to help us uh, come up with the very best uh, equipment that we can out there across the board. And so I've, I'm thrilled to death to see, uh, you know, this new change in the position that he has at T8. So, I mean, it just means that I get to talk to him and hope not intimidate him anymore. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, but keep him in line a little bit, you know. Yeah. Keep him in line is good. Oh, wait a minute. Hold on a second. It's that time, and we've got a question. Here we go. We're going to give away another amazing TH prize for this one. Uh, Pete, I'm going to have you dig into the bag. We're going to pick a nice TH product. 
here's the question, and we're going to relate it to Kevin while he's on the phone with us. First one to get this correct. How many times has Ike cut off Kevin? No. Okay. Uh, In 2017? No. A no, bunch. No. A whole bunch. A bunch. Every day. <laughs> There's no right answer to that because it's beyond count. So uh, here's here's the question, and we, and we know the answer to this already. Eric, I'll get this to you in a piece of paper. The, the correct winner to this will receive the next prize, Pete. How many classics and how many AOIs has Kevin Van Dam won in his career? First one to get this on the IM wins. Pete, what do we have there? Looks like a... G-Force handle. G-Force handle and a TH Wooly Cap. Oh, no. Oh, no. Brian wants the Wooly Cap. Hey, There's another hey, Wooly Mike, Cap. Mike, <laughs> since, since Kevin's on the phone, yes, I didn't bring a Kong with me. Yes. But you got one right there. We do. And we can give away a Kong. Let's do I'll that. I'll just ship it from Dallas. Let's do that. What, to tie right, it into so Kevin. We got Kong on the phone. We're going to give away a Kong, and we'll do the handle, too. And you get to keep the hat. Giving away... Oh, wait. Giving away a bong? Oh. A bong? I'm in. It's a Kong. <laughs> Brian's ghost. Get out of here. God hates me. Oh, yeah. Uh, Pete, Pete will give you the answer. Uh, I, I want to break. We talked about. Oh. <laughs> I, I want to get your honest opinion, Kevin. G- give it to and me I, straight. Because there, there is a little bit of you got to answer truthfully on the show. We had Chase Anderson on a few shows ago on Ike Live. And yep. I thought it was a great dynamic interview we actually got to know the guy a little bit i thought that was awesome great guy man yeah. I've, I've felt I've, I've learned a lot about him in, in talking with him so yeah, yeah get, i'm excited about the future with him i am too give give us i mean what 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 do you see did, did, did you get any feeling from chase what are some of the big things we're going to see bass do with chase well i think um he he is a that i've spent a little bit of time with him in the last few months on multiple occasions and um He's a really, really smart guy, and the biggest thing is, though, is he is a fisherman. He's a fan of the sport. He yeah. loves uh, bass. He, he loves the history of it, and I think, you know, that they are very careful about protecting the heritage and the history of the past, but also um, really looking forward to, the, you know, growing the sport and, and providing opportunities for a lot of these young anglers and the excitement that we have with, you know, the, the college bass series and, and, and high school fishing and just all the new, the young kids coming up. I mean, you know, Ike, I mean, you, I've been doing this a long time. You've been doing this a long time. I I was out there. I, I remember when you first came up, and it's it's changed so much. There's, yeah. there's never been better opportunities and, uh, uh, you know, more excitement in, in that sense. And I just think that these guys are, are I say these guys, Chase, and that whole management team with all the people that are there are really focused on the future and, and, and doing a lot of positive things um, to ensure that, that we're going to have these, these chances for, for like my boys. I mean, they're, yeah. man, they're into this college fishing thing and it's crazy how their excitement level has, has changed in the last couple of years. And, you know, I don't know if they want to be a professional fisherman or not, but, you know that that opportunity is out there, and, and they they're going to provide a platform for it, and and on all levels, you know. So it's uh, it's pretty exciting. I mean, they, he is a really sharp guy, and and uh, and I'm really glad that that you know they're going to take it to this next stage and and uh, and carry it, you know, that that sword going forward for all of us. I agree, Pete. Wow, no, that's that's exciting stuff. I'm, I mean, we're looking all looking forward to what they're doing, and. Uh... 
You know, I'm even entering the Bassmaster Opens this year. Yeah. You're yeah, on the wait there list. You go. But yeah. Fourth on the wait list. Fourth on the waiting list. Kevin, can you make a call for me? <laughs> Trip? Trip. <laughs> Unfortunately, Trip and Chuck are, you know, they, we, we got, you would think that it, if we would have a little pull or say so, but there isn't any, obviously. I mean, you look at that, it, it's it's tough. And, you know, one of the challenging things in, in our sport is, um, that there's going to be turnover. You know, you, you see guys, I see a lot of the guys that, that I grew up with are retiring and things like that, but we got to make room for these, these young anglers, man. They're, they're hot. Just look at Jordan Lee. I mean, look at that, that kid has set that, the deal on fire, not only uh, at the classic, but since then. So yeah. I hate to say it, but uh, you know, I've been doing it a long time and, I'm st- I'm fighting hard to keep my place, but man, these these kids are coming for us. Now, do you, now do you think I've I've heard rumors of this? Maybe this is a great time to ask you, Kevin, because you hear things the normal guy doesn't hear. I heard rumors of Trip Weldon retiring what? very soon. Can can you confirm any of those rumors? I I can't confirm, but but Trip started the same time that I did. He started the first year that I started fishing. He's been around a long time, and uh, God, I, I have so much respect for him. The thing that I love about Trip is he's he's very level-headed. He doesn't make snap decisions, and um, you know I think he's very fair, and and he's the most honest guy you could actually uh, yeah. imagine, um, you know, for it. So he's been doing it, man. So I I can't uh, I can't confirm or deny, but I wouldn't be surprised by it by any means. Yeah, he do, he does a great job. I think he's one of the best tournament directors ever, ever in the history yeah. of Earth. Um, you don't want to, you know, you don't want to bash on anybody. I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't around when Harold Sharp was around, and and I was around when Dewey was around, and Dewey, Dewey definitely, um, he he got a little more emotional. Trip uh, Trip learned a lot from Dewey, I know, but uh, he's he's done a great job. He's very level headed, and and. Uh, you know, I think he, he does a great job, and hopefully we can find somebody, if he does retire, that that's going to be just like him. I think we just lost one viewer right now. Bill Taylor was watching, and he just <laughs> clicked off as you said that. Bill's a great guy, too. I mean, I, I fished the FLW Tour for a handful of years, and I love Bill Taylor. So get him back on the line. Yeah. Well, 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 uh, well. I, can't, I can't do Bill Taylor. <laughs> I can't do Gerald, it. Gerald Twindle does the. You, you oh, he call does. Gerald. Oh, he, he does, does the great. best Bill Taylor. I he love. Does. I mean, you've heard it a million times. And it never gets old. It's awesome. I want to get real quick, Kevin. I want to get your opinion. A lot of guys have practiced and scouted Hartwell prior to the, this coming January first, including me. I know you don't scout classics. You, you don't do that. It, is that something you're going to change this year? You're going to try to make it to Hartwell, or are you going to continue with your strategy and not going? No, I, I'm not going there. Um, I really look at it on an individual basis on the, on the size of the lake or the magnitude of the, the location. You know, a place like the New Orleans Delta that's so vast and you got a lot of areas, that's a place you got to scout. But Hartville, Hart, you know, it, it's a very manageable lake. Um, I've been there multiple times in the past. I know it's, you know, it, it's definitely different. Um, I just personally, have a hard time forgetting the past when I if I go there. I mean, if I yeah. if I did scout, I, I dang sure wouldn't want to fish. You know, I I just you just don't I just know better myself personally 
than to go there and get preconceived notions. Right. So if I, it was a, a new body of water that I'd never been to, it can be very beneficial. But I, I just, I'm against fishing personally. Everybody has their own way and what yeah. works for them. And, and um, you know, I just, I just follow the system that's worked for me in the past. And you kind of got to, you know, you got to trust your gut on, on that. But I don't fault anybody for wanting to go. Yeah. Now, will you practice Oahe? Uh, I would have loved to, but I just I, honestly I've been so dang busy this fall I didn't get a chance to get out there and and looking at my schedule next year I just I have so many commitments and that it's it, it kills me because I know that that's a place that I really need to get to and in the last few years when we go to places that are new um, that that's critical it's really hurt me you know I mean definitely I mean your river when we went there whatever it was two years ago. It killed me not to get to see that ahead of time. In two and a half days, you just, yeah. with that tide swing and that, it just, it, you know, it probably was one of the worst tournaments I've had in, in my career. And it was just being not prepared yeah. by seeing it. And if I would have got a two or three day scouting trip, it would have, would have made a huge difference. But, uh, I just, uh, I don't have it in the cards to get out there. I'm hoping that, um, the knowledge that I have of understanding smallmouth and, and that type of fishery, well, you know, I'll be able to overcome it, but uh, yeah, it's just not in the cards to get out there. Yeah. All right, Eric. Uh, let's let's uh, let's select. Well, we got a winner, I'm sure, that came through. Who who do we got? We did. Uh, Mike Burke. Mike Burke. Winner, finally. Yes. Okay. And the answer is. Let, let's make sure this is correct. Four classics and seven AOI titles. Kevin, is this correct? Uh, yep. On the Bassmasters, that's exactly what I've done. There you go, Mike right. Burke. Damn. Oh. Mike Burke is the winner. Mike's going to win a Kong, and he's going to win a uh, uh, handle, too. We'll th- all right, we'll throw in a G-Force. G-Force handle. Mm-hmm. No hat. Yeah, no that hat. G-Force handle is another, that's that's one that everybody has Sorry. to have. That thing is incredible. Uh, give. Uh, Kevin, we asked this to Crete before we let him go. Um, we're going to switch it up a little bit. We asked Jeff what his Christmas wish was. I'm going to change it up a little bit for you. Uh, and we're going to ask you, give us, what is your New Year's resolution if you've got one think about it you got to answer truthfully it's like live what is your new year's resolution for this coming year so it's interesting because i've actually thought about this a little bit you know i um i i work on my bassmaster blog and i'm thinking of new ideas for for next year and i always go into a new season trying to think of what can i improve on what can i do better how can i be a better angler um what's going to be a better opportunity to win and my New Year's resolution, and this is something that I fight, and I'll guarantee you, you are the same way because you, you're very similar to me in a lot of ways, is my New Year's resolution is to learn to be more patient and allow patterns to develop, allow things to happen, because especially the last few years, as good as our, our the field is out there on, on the Elite Series, man, you, they don't miss much and. You have to maximize every fishing location, every spot, uh, every pattern, because if you leave it, somebody else is probably going to fish it after you, or if, you know they found the same thing. So you got to learn to be patient and fish some of these other techniques. You, I've never been a big finesse fisherman, but I've learned. I mean, I'm throwing wacky rigs now and Nico rigs, and <laughs> doing all this other crazy stuff that I would in a million years ago would have just thrown my crankbait and moved down to another spot. So I'm. My resolution is, and I've been trying to do that, but to even be more patient. 
That's a great resolution. I, I have the same issue. I have a, a hard time slowing down. I have a hard time being patient. But i got to tell you, when you won Thousand Islands this year, and Pete, you, you're going to back me up on this because you know it's true, there were over 10,000 people all across the country that shit themselves when they found out you were throwing a spy bait. <laughs> they literally yeah. shit themselves. Well, you know, that that week was one of those deals where, um, you know, the first day I caught them all drop-shotting, and the second day I caught a bunch of them on a wacky-rigged Ocho with no weight. And then uh, when I threw that spy bait on the third day, it was like, you know how that it is. It's just it's one of those things that's either it's on or it's off. Yeah. And, uh I, I literally can tell you that that was the first time ever. I've, I've caught one or two bass, two bass, I think, on Lake St. Clair on a spy bait before that trip. But I knew the potential that it had, and it was like magic when I finally picked it up there. I mean, it, it just, it was, it was crazy. So, you know, you got, that's why, you know, as long as I've done this, it's amazing to me every day how much I still learn. You know, I mean, and you got to be open-minded. Yeah. You know, I I try to be, but the, the longer you do this, the more experience you have, it, it's just so easy to get hard-headed. Classic example, Tommy Biffle. <laughs> make it, make it, Kevin, make it high on me. Don't talk to me like that. Make it high on me. Kev, Kev, you got Aaron Martins in so much trouble with Duo by winning that before him. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. And, and, and he reeled it super fast. You were you were you were working it improperly, Kevin. I didn't know if you knew that. Well, Aaron, Aaron was freaked out about it. He's yeah. After the fact, he's I'm I'm doing it all wrong. I'm doing it all wrong. You know, Aaron. Oh man! Oh man! I can't believe you ran it that fast, Kevin. Oh man! Oh wait! See my toes? See my toes? That was Kevin that came in real quick. Hey, real quick before I let you go, Kevin, I, you brought it up, and I I just I just want to talk about it because it's interesting. Is that do a lot of veterans make that mistake? Do honestly, we look at a lot of veterans that have, you know, not not fallen off completely, but have tailed off a little in their career. Is that a mistake? Are they not being versatile enough as they get older? Uh yeah, I think it's it's very easy to get set in your ways and and to uh, fish the way it used to work for you, and you you can't. Yeah. I mean, you have to be open minded and you have to adapt. Um, but you know, experience is your is your best friend, and it can be your worst enemy. I, I've seen it go both ways, but yeah. I feel pretty comfortable, um, you know, with where I'm at and and what I've seen. I, at least I have a good idea in a lot of these places to go and and show up and, and know that I'm what I'm fishing uh, is is going to work potentially for me. And you know, the the challenge is is consistency, you know, I mean, in the earlier in my career, I wasn't as, you know, as much of a risk taker, I wanted to make sure you're finishing the money, you want to be in the points, you want to be in the AOI race, and now I want to win so bad that I take, I take too big a risk, I, I definitely do, I take chances that are probably not the smartest um, at times, and, and, and I pay for it, you know, every year, the last couple of years with some, with some pretty tough finishes, and, but I also, Sometimes guess right and it and it works out and and I've been able to to have a few wins the last couple of years that you just you can't get without taking those risks so it's yeah. it's it's a 
tough choice. If you want to win Angler of the Year, you definitely have to fish different than if you want to fish to win tournaments. And and people say that all the time, but, you know, hey, I'm swinging for the fence or this or that. But once you've won a few times, and, Ike, you, you know this, too, because you've won a lot of times, is you have to have a different mentality, yeah. and, and you have to be able to, um, you know, suffer the consequences both ways and and be good with that. And it and it's in this day and age with the pressure to perform and to do well for your sponsors and to, you know to make sure you make the classic and that it's a it's a tough way to have to fish. So yeah. it's something I struggle with. Um, my wife especially struggles with it. You know, the worst thing in the world. You think it's tough on us anglers? Imagine your wife at home when they're watching Bassmaster Live and seeing the stuff on the internet and that you know they're. Obviously, they're your number one fan, and you know, for them to have to go through our ups and downs, it, yeah. it's challenging. So, yeah. um, it's it's something that I that I struggle with, but I I just can't do it. I I have to try to get myself in position to have a chance to win. That's that's the only thing that satisfies me. Yeah, uh, well, I'd I'd agree with that to a certain extent. And uh, well, I tell you what, Pete, I'm going to fish to win next year. I know Kevin right. is, so I, I predict a win from both of us next year. What do you think about that? Well, that's a, it's a bold prediction. Well, I'm going to predict it. I, I, I have a question for Kevin, and, oh. and, and both Mike and, and Jeff failed to answer it. Is can you, uh, can you can you give me your top ten of people that uh, are likely to break the information rule this year? <laughs> you know, I, I, I'm pretty naive in the fact that I, I you know, I'm, I'm not stupid, obviously, I'm sure. Um, there's people that have broken it in the past, and there's there's people that are probably going to break it again in the future. But I mean, the biggest thing is in all of this is we all want to compete on a level playing field. And if, if we're a true professional and we're in a professional sport, you know, it should be about our own abilities and not about who knows the the best guy that's got the best waypoints on this Laker who's done the the homework for you, or done the work for you. I mean. And, you know, I, I'm pretty excited about the, the future for that sense. I mean, that's that's what sports is all about, and that's what it should be. And and hopefully, um, you know, in, in my heart of hearts, I would I would uh, believe that the majority of the field is, is going to be that way. So, so so you ducked that question, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Is, is it true that Gene is now... People cheat and steal every day, you know, and just watch the news. So uh, I'm not naive enough to know that it's not going to happen. But it, it just, there's no way that, you know, I would, that I, that I would knowingly risk my career or, you know, my reputation and, and do anything out of the blue. I mean, I believe me, we all... Um, work real hard, and it, it, it's, it's nerve-wracking at times when you're around people or you, you go into tackle shops or into a new town and people want to talk to you about information, you know, uh, and, and things like that. You just you don't want to put yourself in that position. So I don't want to offend anybody, but um, the biggest thing is is having the public know and understand what our sport's about and the rules that we have so so that nobody gets put in that position, you know, and I know how I'm going to be about it, and uh, I'm going to go about my business and, and and do what I know how to do, and, and I would hope that my competition is, is going to feel the same way. Well, here's an idea I just came up with as we were talking. Gene, I want to get you in on this. You're a business guy. You're intelligent. 
I think we just talked earlier in the show. Every almost 99% of the elites have a hydro wave in their boat. That's a known fact. Let's find a way to put a hidden voice recorder in the hydro waves, and we could take that information and use that against them in a court of law. Yeah, nice. <laughs> <laughs> think about it. Think about it. This could be big. Think about it. Uh, <laughs> I don't know, Pete. I just came on my mind. Uh, Ke- Kevin, thanks for taking some time out. Uh, man, it's always great to have you on the show. Always great to get some insight from you. And, uh, man, we want to wish you a happy holiday, happy new year. Please tell the happy family. Happy holidays. Yeah, Kevin. tell the family we said hello. And uh, ha- have some off time, man. You work too hard, bro. Well, we got a we got a busy holiday. I got my other my other nephew, Big Steve, we call him. Uh, he's getting married on the thirtieth, right after Christmas. So we got a got a lot of family coming into town. You, I mean, you're the same way. I mean, you're big on family. Yeah. Um, this a big this a great time of year. It's something that we all look forward to the, this week or two around Christmas and New Year's, and and then man, I'm ready to get after. It. I've never been this excited about uh, the upcoming season and i'm excited about hartwell coming up the classic there you know i'm just you know every year man i'm getting a new boat i got all the new equipment on it um the the list of th stuff that gene has has got for me for my rig is it's long and i I just can't wait man i got all the new lights from th marine they got incredible new lights and stuff for my trailer you know, when you get my age, it's important to have your stuff lit up. You know, so, you can see. <laughs> so, so I'm I'm thrilled to get my new rig. I, I'm not going to get it until January. I've been already starting to work on my equipment and stuff like that. I just can't wait. So, uh, you know, as, as long as I've been doing this, man, it just it never gets old. The new season, the buzz, the excitement, it's there for me. That's awesome. Well, I I can't wait. Uh, we'll see each other, I'm sure, at the classic, and uh, hope you have a great Christmas and a good New Year, Kevin. Bet. Tell Becky and the kids I said hi, and uh, you guys don't drink all those beers tonight. <laughs> we will. We'll save it. <laughs> Kevin Van Dam, everybody. Good luck this year, Kevin. Thanks, Kevin. Appreciate, appreciate it, guys. You guys have a great night. Gene, I, I got to tell you, I can relate a little bit. I'm, I, I feel like up until about, nah, up until about five years ago, I was a little intimidated by Kevin too. I was yeah. re- I, I drew him as a co-angler. I was really intimidated by. It. I wasn't even a co-angler. We were both pros. It was a it was an invitational back then. I was intimidated. Yeah. I mean I I mean I'm not intimidated, but yeah. you know you collect yourself. It is. Yeah. Well, Kevin does, Van Dam. He mean, does uh, have an intimidating personality when he's in that competitive mode, for sure. You know what I mean? Right. I've so, seen that. Are you in charge of Kevin's contract? <laughs> no. Now you're the intimidator. You're no. flipping the script on this show. Now Kevin's right in charge of Kevin's contract. <laughs> no. Kevin works for cookies, doesn't he? Yeah. It, it, we we have a good group there. Everybody gets together and really uh, works together with the anglers, and they kind of make it what they want to make it. I mean, I, right. I personally have a formula that I I like with the anglers, what I like to see. Yeah. You know, but um, you guys make it what you want to make it. Yeah. So. Yeah. That, real quick, why why we're talking about sponsors and stuff like that? For everybody watching, a lot of lot of college, high school kids watching, aspiring kids. What 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 are what are the right things to do in soliciting a sponsorship? Well, guys are looking at you know they're looking at a product. Like, God, I love this product. What are the right things to do? You know, I'd like to see you actually using it before you talk right. with me about it. A lot of people come in. Oh, I've, 
want to know about that Hydrowave as I right. get a sponsorship. And yeah, stuff. meanwhile, they that's got a boom box. Yeah, it's I always ask them. To the front. I'm like, what, what, what's <laughs> your favorite pattern? And they, they're, like, they're like, Power 99. Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but I, I, I want to respect you. You know, yeah. and and it's so fast to learn whether you respect that person right away. Right. You know, they could be the greatest of all time. If you don't have respect for them, you're not going to get much out of them, and it's not going to work as a partnership. So. Right. Yeah, relationships. That's important. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's important. Yeah, using the product, Pete, we, we've known that for years. you got to believe in it. That's key. You, you get outed so quick when you start promoting a product that you don't believe in or you don't use. I mean, you know, people see right through it. Yeah. Shit, we ate the liquid mayhem tonight. Yeah, we <laughs> did. We did. That was good. I mean, that's the real deal. We not <laughs> only use it, deal. believe Do it. Do not eat liquid mayhem at home. <laughs> yeah, yeah the, disclaimer. Not for human consumption. It does say that on the This bottom. was a prop for the show. <laughs> good call, Pete. We probably should have said that two hours yeah. ago. Damn it. Sick children all over <laughs> the country know. right now. Like live responsible for mass pandemic. It won't be the first time. <laughs> 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 it will be the first time that's true. By the carpenter, I did want to. I, I I don't know if you saw me before Kevin got on. I kind of walked up, uh, walked around, and looked. Did you? I wanted to do an MTB unboxing tonight. I thought it'd be cool to do one real quick for the holidays. Do you have one? I there's like thousands so, of them somewhere. Where'd they all go? Eric uh, took them. Eric? Oh. I have no idea. Those are in the office. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. Oh, cool. That's great. Okay. We do have we have three more winners though. That we oh. Announced. Okay. Because um, we actually ran a uh, small... Is your social- mic on? Hold on. Yeah, it's on. Okay. All right, cool. We actually ran a short like social media promotion a couple days ago. <laughs> we asked people to um, take pictures of themselves watching Ike Live. Yes. So we have a winner from Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Okay. Ryan, do we want to pull these images up or what? Yeah, let's see them. Let's see our winners. Mike first. All right. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Jesus. And we have a winner right here. Let's look at him. Um, I'm trying. Let's look at him. Here he goes. Pete, here's our first winner. And he, he, has, the, he has the surprise face. No, I, I don't know. Is that surprise or is that his normal face? <laughs> I don't know. Brian, is that his normal face? <laughs> yes. Go, go crop back in. I like it better. Crop he learned it by watching you. All right. So, uh, so there's the Twitter winner. That's loaded for bass. Loaded for bass. Twitter winner. There you go. Gonna what is it? in his hand? Huh. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I gave him the- <laughs> All right, next one. <laughs> Quick. All right, moving on, moving Kevin on. Kevin Van Dam, he won. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your address, Kevin. <laughs> we'll put it through to everyone. All right, here's the Facebook winner, Justin Smith. <laughs> Not crop up, but he said, Back. Me and this Come little in. one will be watching on his first birthday. So it's Justin Smith's son's first birthday today, and they're watching Ike Live. Oh, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Nice. There's a winner. And then get off of that. Hmm? Off that. Do I guess? I'm, I'm loading. Look at all the people's emails, like addresses that we just set up there. Yeah. This is worse than a credit card scam. <laughs> and then the Instagram winner, Mike Moyer. Another guy watching the show Mike with his Boyer! son. That's awesome. Big winner, Mike. Congratulations. So there are three winners from social media. There you go. You three guys are winners. All get something. That caught us up to the 20 minutes or so that we were on the phone with Kevin. Peach. <laughs> At least. At least. Nice. We did promise uh, a gifts every 10 minutes. We have another one. Do you want to talk about this right now? Because Becky just came down. It might be a great uh, chance to talk about it. We have the Flambo sweepstakes winner. Oh, you got to announce this, that tonight? I, are we, we're doing this tonight, right? Or no? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. yes, we're doing this tonight. 
Pete, this was amazing. We do these promos every once in a while. And uh, Becky, come in real quick when you get a chance. I got to tell you, tons of traction, Brian, on this one. Uh, This guy was awesome. Amazing. Tons of traction we had. Eric, correct me if I'm wrong, I think 50, almost 50 or so. Give or take submissions. Yep, around there. Uh, to the uh, to to this promotion, and uh, it, it was basically we asked people to submit a video of why they needed a boatload of new Flambeau tackle storage. Mm-hmm. And man, it, it was great to see these people and and their you know tackle storage, everything from old boxes to rusty stuff to bags to everything in between. And uh, really cool to see all the submissions. But we announced a winner. Uh, this one uh, outdueled the other 49 entries. And our winner's name, E, is? Kyle Curry. Kyle Curry is your official winner of the Flambo Ike's Boatload sweepstakes promotion. And he wins. Kyle's going to win a huge. Dude, I mean, it's like boxes and bags and it's amazing it's this giant assortment of flambo uh tackle storage system it covered your whole deck of your boat the whole deck i mean it's amazing the it's the whole deck it's a lot of money worth of uh flambo tackle storage and this uh, becky I, I you gotta agree this one was uh by far the best submission that we saw the wiener and uh let's go ahead and this is kyle's submission video Let's go ahead and play. I gotta go full screen on go it. Go full screen. This is a great video. It was fantastic. And this is why he won. Come on, let's go. Hey, what's up, Mike and the crew? This is Kyle here from Grove, Oklahoma. I was sitting around enjoying the view of Grand Lake and happened to run across your video talking about giving away a boatload of tackle storage. And so I wanted to talk to you a little bit about my tackle storage system. I am on the best choice hefty bag system. <laughs> This right here is my worm sack. <laughs> this here is my creature baits. See how the lip done broke? <laughs> this here is my crawl sack. Oh, crawl it don't ever come unglued. Shad trailers. <laughs> and the shot drop. <laughs> so in hopes of winning your grand prize, I wrote you boys... A little tune. I think you might like it. Sing along if you know it. In the style of OG Snoop Doggy Dog. Yes. Well, there's so much drama in a Walmart store. It's kind of hard to find the Cinco, much less a place to store them. So I use half their bag. But the zippers all break. They start to sag and I throw in shade and play no I need good storage in my life and who better than Flambo? I kick a little something for your cheese if you send some Flambo love to me. I'm talking I can nail his boat load. Is it a giveaway? Stocking full of flambo and maybe liquid mayhem. <laughs> wow! 
Kyle, Kyle uh, rocked it, Pete. You got to admit that's that, a clear winner. That was impressive. In it's fact, shockingly good. It's shockingly good. In fact, Beck, because of the liquid mayhem line yes. at the very end, we are going to throw in some actual liquid mayhem. Not the ketchup or the mustard, but the... <laughs> Not the did you let people know so they don't go and try to we eat We did, theirs? like, two hours Kinda later. Kind of late. Yeah. Two hours later. Please don't eat your yeah, liquid Yeah, don't eat the liquid mayhem. <laughs> Actually, we, did, you, did you give a major shout-out to those guys for being so funny and, and playing along with us on this fun game? Yes. No, to liquid mayhem guys? Yeah. No. Uh, sh- I mean, they made these tubes because I said, send me empty ones and I'll fill them. They're like, no, we have to seal it. Yeah. So, I mean, we have ketchup and barbecue, lemon juice, the habanero. habanero. The habanero is good. good. Yeah, really it's good. empty. It's yeah. all like just Oh, we, all, we ate the habanero. <laughs> We ate it up. Yeah, That's it fun. Yeah, shout out to Liquid Mayhem, guys. Thank you for doing that. Uh, clearly a winner, Brian. Oh, and yeah. I, I got to just say my favorite line in that whole little song was shade, shade to play. Throwing some shade to play. <laughs> some, throwing some shade to play now. Yeah. Dude, genius. Oh, it was outstanding. Genius. I, I, I would like to try to get him on the show, maybe the next It'd be show. It'd great to song. get him on the show. Yeah. 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 Well, but only, if he, but only if, he likes so- if he creates a song about it. Another song. Another I want another song well. about his tackle boxes that he'll receive, and he'll get them because Charlie from Flambeau will actually send them. <laughs> That's why he'll get them. Gene, can we can we throw up some TH product if he make if he creates a TH song? Heck yeah! <laughs> there you go. There you go. Now, it's interesting though. Like Flambeau has clear competitors in the tackle storage business. Mm-hmm. Who's competitor of TH? TH like owns the marine. We don't say those names. stuff, right? Yeah, for the most part, um, we don't have a lot of competitors. I mean, there's there's uh, no competitor to Hydrowave and stuff. Yeah. So it's kind of nice, you know, but they've been around forever, and a lot of right. the things they make, you don't even notice, you know, the little decorative pieces that hide your right. wiring, you know. And right. The, all the rod tubes in every boat. Yeah. There's maids, yeah. Marine, you know, so not a lot of competition. Well, Pete loves that little thing that hides your wires. He wants to be the pro guy for that hiding yeah, wires piece. <laughs> I don't even know what it's called. Decker. Hi, I'm Pete Klusik, bitches. See this little high wire piece? You want to hide your wires? <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm creating a deal for you over here, Pete. Thank you. You're welcome. We can talk. You've been exposing too. your wires for years. You know, and, um, we, we need it hidden. <laughs> Stop exposing your wires to the public. Hide them with tea. You have exposed wires. <laughs> it was very Wilford Brimley of you. Uh, talk about diabetes. Beck, can I tell you something? While you're sitting on the couch. Miss you, man. I know. I haven't seen you in forever. The show misses you. I know. I miss you. The show misses you. We only, you only come back for technical difficulties. I know. And my son punished me for that, which is why it took me so long. Uh, uh, yeah. It was supposed to be robot night. Uh, Mommy only made it to about 10 minutes of robot night. Uh, and he was mad. A robot mm. night. Yeah. Building tell- robots? or Yeah, it was like he got those hex bug battle bots. Yeah. Uh. And it was supposed to be battle night. Mm. Tomorrow could be robot night, too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
Explain it to a six-year-old. I, I, I broke my kids early on getting used to being disappointed. So. <laughs> I think that's a really valuable lesson. Yeah. His wife and his friends, too. Wow. <laughs> the don't live too show. Much. Look out for number one, me. <laughs> Keep your expectations low. Yeah. Yeah. It's a great way to be. So have you told everyone where you've been? Yeah, I mean, we have we, Like, we haven't seen each other. We haven't seen each other for a while. Yeah, yeah. now I we we talked about it at Lake Hartwell and going Ike and talked about the build. It was, you got yeah, here about thirty minutes before the show started. I did. Pulled yep. in thirty about thirty minutes. And yeah. you'll be gone tomorrow morning. Uh, gone tomorrow morning. We're going. Eight a.m. flight to go to uh, Kennesaw, Georgia. Uh, really? Fly into Atlanta tomorrow For morning. For what? To do a uh, be doing a, a photo commercial shoot with Yamaha, Yamaha Marine. Didn't you do one last year? I. They can't just use the same damn no, pictures. No, they want a new one. Needy. It's, it's a, it's a, they're doing it with Brandon and I, which is, I'm, I'm, it's kind of cool. I'm working with Brandon, you know. I got so, you, but jeez. I know it's a lot, but it's, you know, it's and cool. And where's Tuesday? A uh, Tuesday's here. Tuesday and Wednesday's here in the office, but working. And gotcha. then Thursday we're have a meeting in uh, down in Wilmington. And then uh, Friday starts my out of office, Pete. On Friday, I'm nice. starting my out of office. So. Your vacation. I'm starting my vacation on Friday. Now, wait a minute. Talking about vacations, Becky, let everybody know. This is going to be interesting. Everybody will kick out of this. People in Hollywood, in L.A., Yes. tell us about their Christmas vacations. This is incredible. So the entertainment industry Uh shuts down for two whole weeks. So I was talking to our attorney in L.A. on Friday, and it was, I guess it was evening time for us, East Coast. Um, so I guess getting close to eight. Um, so getting close to five o'clock for her, she said, I have 20 more minutes till the phone's shut down. And I said, what do you mean the phone's shut down? She said, as an industry, we shut down for two weeks around the holidays. So literally the phones will shut down. If you need to speak to me over the next two weeks, you have my cell phone and my email. I'll be in Australia and my counterpart will be in Israel. It's crazy. How do you get a hold of Clooney. <laughs> I, I guess you have to call him on a cell phone. He didn't give that to me. Clooney's fishing. He's fishing on Lake Como. Is, it is that not crazy? That, that is. Huh? Well, the boating industry does it. wrong. The boating industry shuts down too. You know, they've they've always shut down over Do they? the holiday. Yeah. Not that new boat company that's starting. Well, they're probably going to get started at that time. They might. Get what do you up. think about that? We were talking about that earlier, Gene. I like, I. I, I'm not sure about this boat company, what they're going to try to accomplish, but I, I'm, my understanding is they're going to be the premium boat line. That's okay. their objective. Right? So let, let me give you. Wait, the, they're going. They're going high price. Oh Jesus. That's let, that's. I don't know, but I, I'm just. Let me at give it you a guessing. little insight on this though, real quick. You got in, this is, I do have a little insight give on this. Us some this is so I have nothing. We all know it's a lot of the old Ranger guys yeah. that you know, and it's amazing they have some kind of non-compete or something because it's so soon after. But anyway, I heard from a very good Ranger Pro, very good source, I'm not going to name the name, that they're making it hard on them now, starting now, they're making it hard on them so that in 2019, it'll be an easy transfer to go to that new company. That came from a Ranger Pro. Wait, I don't, I don't understand what you just told us. I don't understand either. So, <laughs> who are you making it hard on? Man, hot. The, so, through a, a lot of it's through their dealer network, and the, they've got connections with this dealer network already. The new boat company. The new boat company. Right. They're going to 
put the Ranger guys in a situation where they're going to have to leave Ranger and come to this new company. How do you – how? Well – I don't know. Making offers they can't what, refuse. Like, what is Maybe. with your crypticness these uh, days? Well, I, I just I don't want to say too much because it'll give away who I talk to. I think you already said too much. No, I didn't. <laughs> I don't think he said enough. I'm confused. Yeah. Are you confused, Gene? You're confused. Well, confused. What, 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 what would he, I don't know how they're going to plan on What know. I'm getting uh, from you is that this company desires to take the Ranger Pro Staff. They want select Ranger Pro Staff back, and they're going to make it. They're going to put them in a situation where they have to come over. Half like they're going to offer them like a ton of money. A ton of money, break their leg. Um, don't you know, know. May, oh, I don't know. It's the Are bass they, boat mafia. Might be the bass mm. boat. They're going to start a, a trail where you have to be in that boat in order to win the prizes. It's a like, great, dude. Great, nothing great offended scenario. me more than that. Like, yeah. Ranger bonus bucks or whatever. Yeah. You know, like, wait, you have to have this boat to be able to. Yeah. Yeah. You know I mean, like, isn't that? Like a monopoly? Well, uh, kind it's, of monopolistic. It's quite, a, it's quite an offensive statement, being that TH Marine has those types of <laughs> Yeah. Well, <laughs> as a stupid carpenter, I don't like that shit. So, whatever. Take it for whatever it is. I know nothing ever. That's awesome. Uh, while we're sitting here chatting, Brian, you want to put up? <laughs> Do you want to put up? I know we're, we're kind of we're in that last quarter of the show. Do you want to put up the toll-free number? Let's put it up. Sure. We get some. So if we get some callers, we, we'll take them. We'll give away some more prizes. We've given away 19 cool. prizes so Okay, far. so we're almost there. That's a uh, record. That is a record. It's been a great night. Let me thank everybody for watching. We're not going to go yet. We've still back? a little bit of the show left. Oh, wait. I want to give away Christmas presents. Oh, okay. Let's do that now. Before we do that, Beck, uh, Brian the Carpenter, there is the toll-free number, Mr. Glusick, that just went up there, 855 if you're watching, if you have a question or comment about anything you saw on the show tonight, if you've got a question for Gene, uh, hit us up. We'll answer anything. And, and if you have a question for Santa Claus, Santa, will you answer a question? Santa. Yes. Yes. Wait, can we preface the callers? Like, be fun, be interesting. Yeah, no Sanko calls. And stop you asking bastards. the same question as the last guy who called the last show. No question about Sankos. That's BU Live. That's a different program, y'all. I, I, we prefer Texas rigging questions. The Texas rigging questions. All right, Beck, do, do the gift presentation. This is, uh, I know this is very special to Becky right now. And, yeah, Dave did his gift. Um, you want me to talk a little bit about this as you as you present it, Beck? We've got a we've got a gift presentation here tonight, Pete. Okay. You. You don't have to oh my goodness! You don't have to do it all now, but we do have a gift presentation the for the. You might want to open. Okay. Open that one now. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Then this way, then only Pete has to open, and then everybody knows the cool gift. Oh, this is for me. Thank you. Thank you, Beck. Shake it. Shake it first, Peruba. <laughs> Whoa. There's some bark in there. Oh, Hold my. Hold on. Brian DeCarver, let's get a zoom in on that. What? Why is that? What? Are you kidding Those me right now? Awesome. These are super awesome custom Ike Live. Hold on, Pete. I can't even I can't even find you. There <laughs> I it is. can't find you. I can't find you, Pete. Wow. Look, look at that. that. Under Armour. Custom logo with the Ike Shark. Wow. Very cool. Ike yep. Live sneaks. Ike Live sneaks. Pretty dope, man. That's very cool. Look at that. So who's this? Becky doing her custom magic there. 
Oh, yeah. That is cool. You have arrived. <laughs> when you got your own sneaker. Wow. That's, Dude. That's a pretty big we got to wear these down to the Gulf of Mexico when we fish with Creek. We might have to. Are they throw-up proof? <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna find Dude, out why that, they are. Awesome. That is super awesome. Wow, that's so cool. Look at those things. I can't even get the box open. And they smell new. I yeah. love that new sneaker smell, man. Dude, the packaging. Wow. The packaging alone. Very cool. Cost the fortune. Right. Great gift, Fancy. Beck. Thank you. Thank you, Beck. You're welcome. Oh my. Happy holidays. So the whole crew is gonna have their Ike Live sneakers. Dude. Look at that. Brian DeCarpenter, hold that up. I feel like Whoa. we're in a gang. Eric, Rocking you it. have a pair, but for some reason yours didn't show up. With this no, order, that's fine. they're I still coming. Right <laughs> yeah, no, uh, rock that. Eric, I got to be honest with you. You have a pair coming. You really do. I saw her order it, except yours say Lewinsky on the <laughs> side cool. with I'm a picture of a cigar. I'm all for it. <laughs> oh, that's really giant cool. Giant cigar in there. Dude. Hey, thank you, Under Armour. Yeah. And Ike's. And, and Ike's and Becky. Yeah. You don't thank Under Armour. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, whatever. Let's let them know. Uh, Brian, do we have a caller? Or is that? You paid retail. Yeah, we do. <laughs> Brian, Brian. Uh, caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, everybody. It's Ben. Oh, hey. Good. How you doing? Happy holidays. Thank you for calling in. Happy holidays. I just wanted to call and make sure I said happy holidays to everybody. I saw you guys were having such a great time. I just wanted to make sure I got to get in on it and say happy holidays. If any of y'all are uh, from the Jewish persuasion, happy Hanukkah to you, happy Kwanzaa, happy Festivus, and of course, a merry, merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. Wow. Ho, ho, ho to you, Pete. <laughs> oh. Wow, thank ho, you. Ho, ho, Happy merry holidays Christmas. to you, too. Thank you very much <laughs> for the call. I hope everybody gets everything they ask for. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> good night. Thank you. <laughs> good night, y'all. Wow. Man, I, I, he calls in every week. I love that guy. <laughs> it's a guy, right? Yes. I don't know. I think it's a guy. Pat, a guy. he called me Pete. I'm Santa. That's right. You didn't <laughs> respond to Santa. <laughs> yeah. Santa. And it was just like, you're drifting on his face. Oh, what? Hey. Huh? Well, yes. It was, it was crazy. It was crazy. Uh, Becky, I'm going to put you on the spot. We ask this to a lot of people. Are you prepared for the holidays? No. Do you feel you are prepared? Come on. A little bit. No. Are you halfway there? Are you three quarters of the way yeah, there? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm I'm getting there, but I'm not as far as I usually am at this point. Are you in the spirit that we have our lights up, we have our tree up? Yeah, I'm actually really looking forward to the fact that between Christmas and New Year's, there's that week, and hopefully we can shut down and actually <laughs> like enjoy that time with the kids and the family. Yeah. That would be awesome. I mean, I'm, I am, because I got to go down to Richmond this weekend and, and hang with my parents and my brother and his wife and my nephews. So I, I got to have a little bit of yeah. jump into yeah. all that. Yeah. My cousin was there. We had that fun. That was nice. Yeah. It's cool. Family and the holidays are key. Mm-hmm. Oh, we got one. Uh, let's go ahead and take a call. Caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Uh, Jason from Lake Wales, Florida. Hey, Jason, what's your question tonight? Hey, bro. Um, yeah, man, I was uh, watching a uh, show on uh, Ike Live uh, from a while ago. I think Swindle was on there and he had that... Uh, orange jumpsuit like a prison suit or something there man and you guys are kind of like it sounded like you kind of were hitting that life after tournament fishing and i kind of got the vibe that you guys might be thinking about maybe i don't know maybe retiring or whatnot but is that something that you're looking at now is there something that you're looking at doing after tournament fishing you kind of got the same drive that you used to when you're younger or is there more more in, in in the future for ike and ellie and what the fans can expect in like say the next five years 
Yeah, that's a great question. And I, I can definitely answer for myself. I, I can't answer for G, uh, but I, I can tell you for me, you know, it's a tough, it's a tough, it's a tough question to put a number on, you know, because I, I, I see life after tournament fishing. And for me, that means staying in the sport. It means continuing to grow the sport. It means reaching people through other means besides tournament fishing. It means getting kids involved through our foundation. So there's a lot for me after tournament fishing. The hard part is shutting it down from a competitive standpoint. You know, you know, Pete, Pete and I talk about this all the time. There's, you know, there's a fine line there between loving to fish and loving to compete in fishing. And, and, you know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, the number could be anywhere from, for me, a year away to 10 years away. You know, I feel like that's a legitimate statement because, you, you know, I don't know exactly what, when it is. I can tell you that physically I'm still able to compete. Uh, mentally I'm still able to compete. Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> uh, it depends on the day. Depends on the day. But, you know, you, I, I think you. I think I'll know. I think G- Gerald will know when, when he's ready, you know. I think I think you'll know. There'll be like this thing that happens where you're like, "This is it," you know. And, and I I haven't had that happen yet, but you know, we'll see. Hmm. That's good. great. Well, hopefully you'll stay in it for a while because they definitely stay entertained watching you, man. Thank you, thank you. Hey, yeah, but yeah, go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just gonna wish you the best of luck in any of your future endeavors, man. Thank you, and I I appreciate the call and wish you happy holidays. And do me a favor, uh, stay on the line for that call. You won a prize tonight. Everybody wins. Yes, we're going to get you a Mystery Tackle Box Pro Box, one of the few, I think we only had three tonight, signed Mystery Tackle Box T-shirts from all the guys, and we'll throw in some Liquid Mayhem and Real Snot into that prize package. And line cutters and all kinds of things. Rock and roll. Yes. (laughs) Rock and roll. Thank you so much. Hang in there for a second. Okay. Thank you. Will you wear the onesie on your final year of competition? The the whole year or for the last tournament of the year? Well, I don't know. The, I, any of it would be cool. I wouldn't wear it the whole year. I would definitely wear something like a, a significant outfit on the last the last tournament of my career. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would be like the jumpsuit thing that yeah. Swindle did. Yeah. Did you see that show, Gene? No, I didn't. Oh, it was a great one. It was one of our epic shows. We, what, what was the orange suit? I'm... It was. It it's was like the old Bassmaster. Yeah, it was an oh yeah, one homage piece. to yeah, the yeah. old cool. zip ups. Yeah. It was oh, basil great. bacon. Yep. Yeah, looking thing. Yeah, <laughs> having G here was cool, wasn't it? It was amazing. But it was another one of these nights where, like, I remember, I like drove in from a seminar, and G was here. G and Leanne were here, yep. so I drove into the show, and then the next morning G had to fly out and go to a seminar. So we like passed each other in the wind after the show. No, we sat down, had Did dinner we? and everything uh, before. A little bit, but it was we still had rough. like 24 hours. Well, that's not bad for your schedules. Yeah. You know, it's hard. Like you left. Were you down in South Carolina this morning? I was in North. I was in Gastonia. Gastonia, North Carolina. That's at amazing. CS Motorsports. Six a.m. this morning. That That's was, a busy day. That was a good question, though. I like that question. Yeah. I remember when Rick Clun won, and he said that he refuses to feel like his best days are behind yeah. him. Yeah. That gave me a lot of inspiration because <laughs> I'm getting kind of older. You know, I'm like, yeah. Well, there, there is the physical part of it too. You know, mm-hmm. which. You know, when your body starts to give out, you know, there's got to be a time where you're like, all right, enough is enough. Well, you know? but you got to stay engaged. 
right. as a person. You got to be doing oh, what person, you love, Sarita. yeah, and you got to be engaged about something that's very, very important yeah. to you. You know, yeah. And fishing certainly does it. And and honestly, you don't know what your life's going to be like. You don't once know that's gone. You don't. Right, because that's been there for that's been there for twenty years. You've had this carrot, this this thing you're chasing for twenty years. That's true. You know what is it gonna? What is every be, day gonna be like without yeah. that? You might come, go you know? into a little shell and start shaking and convulsing. You might, but you here, might miss it. But you here might it goes. be happy it's gone. You you don't know. Legend rule. Bass has a legend rule. I'm glad it's there. That's right. You qualify I on both accounts. To, I might have to. Classic use champ angler. And, yeah. and real quick, while we're talking retirement, shout out to my mom. Roberta Iconelli, who retired last week. Yeah. Congratulations, Congratulations, Roberta. Very happy for it. Was that 37 years? 30, yeah. Well, well of, over of shipping years. Icats? Yeah, of shipping Icats. <laughs> we didn't let her retire from that. <laughs> She's still stuck there. Brian, we got another caller. Yes. Okay. Uh, caller, what's your name and where are you calling from? Hey, I'm Matt from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. Hey, Matt. How you doing tonight? What's your question? Oh, I was wondering. I'm going to be a new father here this coming February. Yay! And, uh, congrats, congrats, congrats. How do you guys juggle doing the tournament and, like, just being on the road, being away from the family, and, like, any tips? Um, I just fish, like, local tournaments, you know, here in Wisconsin, and uh, it's just, like, still you're gone. Yeah. It's tough, Pete. Go ahead, you you answer because you're gone too a lot. I'll, I'll give I'll let you start. Yeah, I'll... I mean it's it's uh it's a hard thing, you know, and you know um you know I you know I'm looking for advice because it's th- there's a lot of jobs that carry you on the road, you know, and and you, I I always try to stay connected. It's cool that we got Skype now, so I can FaceTime. Yeah, Skype, I can FaceTime awesome Skype. Technology. You know, with my wife and with my son, and my son's six years old. And he he misses he he you know it's still every time I leave uh, you know he cries and it's really really it's really really hard. Uh, the 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 cool thing about fishing is when you're on the road the time flies. It goes fast. You know it's like blink your eyes and you're ready to come home. For you the time flies, but for yep. the family at home it's not like that. So you you have to have some appreciation for that and and what they have to deal with and what what they have to go through. But uh. It's hard to be on the road so much. I just try to stay as connected as I can. Becky, I'd like to turn it to you because it's a great that you're sitting on the couch and oh you're on gosh. the you're on the other side. What what works for you when I'm gone? What 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 works? What keeps us connected? What? All right. Well, first off, I'm not normal. I am highly independent. Well, we knew you're not normal. And I'm <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I'm not the typical wife. I mean, I miss Mike when he's gone. But at the same time, I'm very used to, like, surviving on my own. So I think the hardest thing, because I can connect with him through phone conversation and Skype and text messaging all the time. And, like, I know he's coming home. So, like, I can work through that mentally fine. It's the kids that struggle. And and I, I, I don't know what to tell you, to be honest. Like, that's a really tough one because it truly depends on the child. Where, okay. I mean, each of our children handles it differently. All four of them handle it very yeah. differently. And I, and I think as a parent, you just have to read that child and what their needs are. Where, like, Stella is our littlest one, and she vocalizes all the time how much she misses Daddy. She's very upfront. She tells you. She cries about it in the middle of CVS for an hour. Let me tell you, she did that to me the other day. 
Um, but but I know I know her needs because she's telling them to me. So you know, Skype and phone calls with Mike are really good for her. Pictures back and forth. She can now like she figures out how to do emojis and text messages. So that fills her void, and we count down the sleeps. We always count down five more sleeps, four more sleeps. sleeps yeah. You know, and and that always helps them because it gives them a time frame. Vegas is my child who who doesn't tell you, so he lashes out at you in certain ways, and you have to read through the lines. So figuring out your children and understanding what their needs are, and sometimes he won't talk to Mike, you know, because he's mad. He won't say yep. it, so he punishes. So it's figuring out your child and whatever makes them happy, and for Vegas, we just kind of have to get through it, and then when Mike gets home, it's that quality time for the two of them together, and it's rebonded, rekindled. But, Gene, you had the same thing. You traveled a lot. Yeah, I've traveled my whole career. Yeah, I just make sure that kids. I'm not that guy that goes play golf as soon as I get home. I'm with my kids. When I'm home, I'm yep. I'm with my kids. Yeah. Yeah. So that's good advice. But everybody everybody travels, like you said, pilots and oil field people and everything. Yeah. It's all you just gotta make yeah, sure I'm just, you're super dead. Getting ready to plan the two thousand eighteen, you know, season of how many to do and what to do and I'm like, Well, I don't wanna miss you know, because this will be my, my first. So I don't it's like yeah. you don't wanna miss. Yeah. Yeah, I can, I can tell you the other thing, too, and this is a little tougher sometimes depending on your situation, but getting the family out to some of the events is a huge bonus. And we, yeah. we try to do that when we can, even if it's the last day of the tournament or if it's the Friday before it starts or, you know, it breaks up the time away from home. And it's and it's cool because you get to be at an event, you get to be at a new place together you know when when you can make mm-hmm. that happen yeah we did yeah. travel together for years yeah. as a family so that's yeah. probably what made it harder too that my kids lived for years doing it with daddy and then all of a sudden yeah. it, we were grounded yeah, yeah. That's, that's hard yeah great question man hey i i, right. I want to thank you for the call wish you a happy holidays do me a favor you guess too. what hold on a second do you hear this noise listen hold on you just won a prize! <laughs> Thanks a lot, guys. Okay, hang hang on the line there. Brian's going to get your information, and we're going to put together a nice Psych Life gift pack for you. All right, thank you. Happy holidays. Happy mm-hmm. holidays, thank you. I almost missed the birth of uh, Jake. It's out, crazy. Out on the road. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Dude, it. every one of our kids, I can, Drew, Riley, Vegas, and Stell, all have a fishing connection somehow. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll never forget. I got the call at 6 o'clock in the morning saying I'm going to the hospital, and I was seven hours from home. Oh, man. In my truck. Tough. Tough. No, nothing you could do nope. except drive and just say, look, hold on. Don't let them out yet. How fast did you drive going <laughs> back? Uh, well, as fast as I could. Did Not as fast up? as you drove that one night. From Kerr? Yes, I remember that. I made it from Kerr to Jersey in like four and a half hours oh, or something God. insane. Like something you can't do. Was that Riley? That was uh no that was Drew. That was Drew. That was Drew. Yeah. Yep. It was nine ninety eight. It was Drew. And mm-hmm. then Riley, you were driving away and you had to come back. Yes, Riley, I was going to um, I was in Pittsburgh when I had to turn around, so I was driving to like St. Clair or something. I was like halfway there, mm-hmm. and the phone rang and I had to turn right back around. Yep. <laughs> Vegas, we induced, and he was. Born and 24 hours later, you were on a plane to the. I had classic. to go to the Bassmaster Classic in New Orleans. And then Stella's the only child you ever brought home. But I had to get you home from middle of nowhere. I was at uh, what was the name of that tournament? It was the not the AOI Championship, but it was the All Star, whatever. We're used to vote on the guys that would be in this. That's I, where I was yeah, at. I had to call Trip in the Midwest somewhere. I had to call Trip, and I said, when he gets off the water, you just have to send him 
to the airport. Yeah. Yeah. Crazy. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. That, that, that and that, that's a hard thing about being on the road, too, is, man, you got you miss so much. That's a, such a, a huge sacrifice you a that you have to pay the price for uh, weddings, birthdays. I mean, you're always Dances, missing something. every award ceremony. Mm-hmm. It's like, you, at best, you can make half of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's that's the big give, life on the road. Yeah. That's a bummer. Now that we've brought ourselves all down. Uh, Thanks for the down. call. <laughs> call <her. laughs> very somber now. Yeah, but the difference between what he was trying to do and the difference from what you guys were doing, it, when it's your job, it's your job, and you're teaching your children the responsibility of this is my job and this mm. is what I have to do. It's a little bit harder when it's, you know, the weekend warrior trying to kind of balance that time of, yeah. like, this is what I'm choosing to do. Like, I'm choosing to play golf right now. I'm choosing right. to go mm-hmm. fishing yeah. versus, you know. Right. There, there, is, there are slight differences there. Right. Right. Agreed. And I learned a lot. I'm going to stop golfing when I come home now. Gene, thank you for <laughs> didn't, that. Didn't want to make you feel bad. Sorry about that. Pete's going to stop wrestling naked by himself when he comes home. Okay. Are we done? Have we covered everything? It just went south. It yeah. Just yeah. What? Race, wrestling Mike, naked by himself? Come on. He does Mike, he Mike's that. lashing out. Oh, I'm not lashing out. He did that when he went to Rutgers. That was his deal. All right. Here's your last caller. I'm sorry. All right. Oh, God. We all want to try on our new sneakers. I know. We do. Caller, what's your name? Where are you calling from? Hey, how you doing, Mike? How you doing? What's your name? Where you call from? Yeah, this is Pat Renwick. How you been, man? Hey, <laughs> hey I want to tell you, man. It's been a, it's been kind of a scary night here at the Renwick house. We keep getting threatening calls from Dave Mercer <laughs> because of the uh, because of his blown opportunity to be on the Ike Live show. <laughs> yeah, well, my family is scared for their life. <laughs> well, it's you know having Brian the Carpenter as a producer is a scary thing, you know, because yeah. his his background. You know? And speaking of scary things, Gene looks very relaxed. Did he happen to get a hold of those brownies that are on the table at <laughs> Brian's Clonopin. college rental property? Oh. Over there? <laughs> the, you're talking about the gorilla brownies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if they went around. Last time hey, the gorilla... I got a present for you guys. Oh. I got a present for you. Okay. Because it is Christmas and the Ike Live show has been so good to me uh, over the years. And... Um, Thank you for keeping the living room in the industry. Please know I appreciate that. <laughs> please, please know that. But uh, you might, you, pro- Mike, you probably know this about me, but I'm going to make an announcement here that I am a major shareholder um, in the new takeover of Bass. You knew that. Wow! Right, wow. I, I yeah. heard that rumor. I thought it was true. Yeah. Yes. That is a true story I just made up right now. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and the, the fact of the matter is, is the first thing on the table, the first point of order that Bass came to me with was to make up some new rules um, to benefit both the anglers and the fans of Bass. Okay. And I thought the first thing that came to my mind would be to implement rules in regards to the Ike Live crew. Oh. So, so what we have come up with are the Ike Live Crew rule. Okay? Are you following me? I'm following We're, we're okay. listening. Okay. We're scared. So first, the, it, no, don't be scared. Don't be scared. I'm not going to cause it yet. Don't worry. <laughs> it's all good. All right. Here's the, here's the first point of order. This, this rule is called Mike's rule. Okay? Rule number one is Mike's rule or the catchphrase rule. And due to the popularity of Mike's never give up catchphrase and the ever so riveting Chris Lane kapow it is now mandatory that all Elite Series anglers now have a catchphrase. Mm. So you will all have catchphrases now. 
I like and it. Good and, and Pete's got one already, too. I'm Pete Guzik, bitches. I'm Pete. That, that's right. That, that's Pete's deal. All right. And speaking of that, there's a Pete rule. Would you oh. like to hear the Pete rule? I would, and real quick for the Pete rule, Brian has Brian has his saying too. Uh. <laughs> 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 the Pete rule is security for angler protection. Okay. How do you write um, that tagline under your signature? Uh. <laughs> He's got a shirt that says that. <laughs> Peach rule is for angler protection. Okay, and what, as we all know, one one of the most vulnerable points of the angler is his knot. Okay, we all know that the knot is a very vulnerable point. Okay, and Peach knot is famous. As we have all heard so. <laughs> so out on the water, you must protect your knot. Okay. Um, Sound advice. On the water, spectators, uh, there's an increase of, of protection from frayed knots. Okay. So the risk of abrasion and unexpected trajectory from knots um, are, are, are eminent. So at all times, the angler must always protect his knot. Okay. That's peach, that's peach rule. <laughs> protect your knot. Right. Protect your knot. Mm. I'm, your I'm all suspicious time. of that. Uh, Becky has a rule. This mm. is called Becky's rule. Oh God. Mm. Yes, this mm. is a good one, Becky. I'm yes. The, uh, and 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 the, and this is this is non-negotiable rule, mandatory rule. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. Okay. Due to the fact that this sport has the capability of physical and mental and financial devastation. All elite series anglers are now required to invest 50% of all tournament winnings into a Roth IRA account. That is Becky's rule. Oh, oh I like right that. Okay. Roth IRA. That's good. I like that. Play a simple, Becky. That, that's a rule that I implemented I, I, for you. I think you. we should alter that rule and say that they should have to invest 50% into professional edge fishing. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. There you go. Or T.H. Marie. How's that? <laughs> I like that one, too, Pete. T.H. Marie.com. I mean, if it wasn't my Roth, then it should be right. pro Right. Right. <laughs> okay. Um, and here's Dave's rule. This is for Dave. Um, it's called the alter ego disguise rule. <laughs> and effective immediately, all elite series anglers will be required to obtain an. This rule is for peace of mind of the angler. <laughs> it will allow them quiet time when needed, the, the ability to go unnoticed at Waffle Houses throughout North America, as well as the ability to make extra money at Comic Con during the off season. Oh, <laughs> wow. That is the alter angler rule. Now, what else do we got here? Oh, we got, we got the. We got Eric's rule. It's the uh, it's also Eric? known as the no. yeah, Eric's rule or the Lewinsky. This is also known as the Lewinsky rule. I was it making it acceptable to dress as a woman. Uh, yeah. Well, that's 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 subclause B, Becky. That could be put on the table for further revision. But all elite series anglers with two years or less on the tour are now required to do an internship during elite elite events here. Um, they are required to help out with mundane tasks like respooling. Mike, I know you hate respooling. You must, you're going to have a respooler now. You'll have someone to bring you cigars. You'll have someone to help you wash your truck and your boat and iron your tournament jersey. That is the Lewinsky rule. Right wow, there. caddy. Yes, that is the Lewinsky rule. I like that um, And finally, finally, this is probably the most important rule 
to the angler <laughs> that we have implemented here in my in my new uh, my new doings with bass here. And it's called Brian's Rule, and uh, and this is the uh, it's also known as the Mulligan. It's also known as the Mulligan Rule, <laughs> and, and here it goes, man. In the event that something goes horribly wrong, as it often does in tournament <laughs> angling or on Ike Live, when yep. Brian's involved. The mulligan or the do-over rule, okay? This, this you're allowed to do something over once. You've got one do-over in every derby, all right? Oh, in every derby, not just every one. Derby. No, yeah, every derby. No, every one. It's the mulligan rule. It's making this world a better place for everybody wow. is what it's doing. Yeah, this rule will not only help maintain sanity and composure for the individual, it will also help to prosper tw- tranquility among peers and fans. That's Brian's rule. Wow, I like that Yeah, one. those are my gifts to you guys, man. That's Thank you, Pat. That's my gift to the Ike Live staff. I like it. Wait, wait. No, cool. Merry no, Christmas to wait, you all. Wait, wait, no rule for Brian's ghosts. What? Brian's ghost? Lover Degullion? <laughs> What's his name? Lover Degullion? Hung Dover. Hung Dover. Just came through. Wouldn't hung- it be amazing if, if Brian's ghost made an appearance on a Scooby Doo cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> dude, the, that would the, be phenomenal. Dude, the funniest thing about Brian's ghost, oh, in addition to his voice, is that you know most ghosts when they come back they look like like what they look like when they were alive. They look mm. like the same person. Brian's ghost just looks like a giant floating penis. <laughs> <laughs> Why have you let him stay on the air? Yeah. All right, that's a wrap. It's going downhill. But, I mean, you can see through it, though. That's yeah. four hours. No, it's yeah. like a spirit. It's a transparent floating fountain. It's yeah. like a transparent bird not, floating around. Goes, just, yeah, you're not see. fixing yeah. it. Guys, it's been a great show. I watched uh, I watched the Ike Live for the first time today on the big screen. That's wow! Cool. Had it on, on the big screen, and my How dog loves it. Yeah, my dog keeps licking Pete for some reason. I'm not sure why. <laughs> <laughs> on the big screen, Pete's not. Wow. <laughs> hey, Merry Christmas Prote- to you all. Have a great holiday. Hey, happy you holidays, too. Pat. Thanks, happy Pat. Take Pat. care. We'll see you. Stop Bye. stealing our guests. <laughs> Woo, nice job. Dude, we are training. Pete, four years ago, would have never have said that. He is a changed man. He's even in Santa Claus garb, and he said that shit. This he's, is awesome. He's We're becoming a dick him. like the rest of us. I know. <laughs> You, know be care- so you should be very careful who you pick to be your friend, Gene. <laughs> <laughs> this is probably this is the, not the crew you wanted to This run. is the kind of shit I'm teaching my son <laughs> to He's not watching. do. <laughs> hey, Brian, what's our motto? Well, we don't make fun of anyone. We make we, fun of everyone. We make exactly. fun of everyone, including ourselves. Yes. We love it. All right, it's out. We're okay, out. let me, uh, hold on. Let me thank everybody for watching tonight. Pete, what a cool show, man. Thank, <laughs> yeah, thank you for uh, bringing Santa Claus tonight. Thank that you for awesome. the shoes. Uh, oh, you're, yeah. you're welcome. Thank you, Beck, for joining us, and thank you for the guests. That yeah, was awesome. You're welcome. Uh, Gene, thanks for joining us on the guest couch tonight. Gene, appreciate it. enduring this four hours. Thank you. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, Brian and Carpenter, good job tonight. Eric, thank you for all the hard work on the IM. Special shout-out to our Skype and call-in guest, Jeff Crete. And Kevin Van Dam, thank you guys for joining us. We appreciate it. And thanks, everybody, for watching. 
Hope you enjoyed the show tonight. Want to wish everybody a very Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays. We'll see you at the next show, which is when's the date, Bri? <laughs> Sometime in January. Sometime in January. We'll, we'll hop right over there. To we'll January. hop right over. And, and yes, we're gonna next week yes. after Christmas on December 27th. We're gonna have a Bash University live. Okay, we will next week. Be you live. And before we sign out, Brian the Carpenter, once again, apologies to Rick Morris. Sorry, we were supposed to have you on, but we ran out of time. Sorry, Dick. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy New Year.